0: Oh hello! hello. Hi, Mr. Merlin.
1: How are you, Miss Lewis?
0: I'm doing great. Um, It's, it's another very, special edition today, right? Oh, a, a very special edition. It is so rainy that I had to call a few of our best friends to bring the sunshine today. So wait till you see who I have for you. Well, um, so we you could just or... go around and mm-hmm. introduce yourselves to the audience.
1: We'll start with. I'm Ms. Sheflin, what do you do here at Marion?
2: Hi, I'm Ms. Sheflin, and I teach math here at Marion.
1: Good. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> All right, how about uh, you, Vanessa Heisel, Mrs. Heisel?
3: Hi, I'm Vanessa Heisel. I teach um, social studies here at Marion, and I'm the social studies department project leader.
1: And she does a fine job, I may add. Um, next Thanks,
3: Mr. Herlin.
1: Mrs. Muster, the very quiet Mrs. Muster.
3: <laughs> oh yes.
4: Hi. Um, hi, I'm Mrs. Muster and I teach health at Marion.
1: And someone who probably doesn't need to be announced. No. She's the announcer.
0: She needs no introduction, but I think she better introduce herself
5: hi everyone i'm miss race and i am a special education teacher up here at the high school and i coach a whole bunch of sports here too
1: and you lift us high every day our spirits that is
5: i am yes the energy
1: yes
0: that is within all of us of spirit lifting
1: yes and another spirit lifter is miss fantuzzi right next door to me
6: I am see I teach English here. You are the rock star, Mr. Herlin. I only follow in your shadow.
0: <laughs> and and we have we have our our captain of our ship this year. Um we back. We we haven't heard from you. You must be so uh you know busy chartering the storm that we haven't heard from you in like since October, I think.
7: Yeah. yeah it's been a long time I know I feel like I was kind of at the beginning and now I get to be at the end it's great, great. uh so I'm Shane Dean and I'm still f- trying to figure out my role here at Marion. <laughs> As I think, are we. <laughs> I think they they gave me the office that says principal on the door so I, I think that's my role but we're, we're still glad trying to figure it out
1: we're very glad that that role is yours so
7: yes. Thanks. I'm I'm yeah. glad to be
1: here so Ms. Luberts, what do we have for these wonderful guests today? What do you wanna start with?
0: Well, 100. I thought it would be fitting um, with the fact that we are on the cusp of June to start reflecting about this banana cakes year. And so I thought what I'd do is just ask like, what were some experiences like um, at our school this year, teaching, administrating, um, being a colleague um, and just to have like a, a roundtable sort of discussion about that. So anybody can start.
6: I think that um, coming in September, I think the hardest thing was the not knowing. Mm -hmm. Um, We lived in not knowing for what, six months at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, From the start of the pandemic to September and just listening to all the news all summer long. And I think that's what scared me the most, the not knowing not knowing how the kids were going to react, not knowing what our schedule was going to look like, not knowing what teaching was going to look like. Um so that's that's how I entered the year, I guess.
1: And not even knowing if you're going to get sick, right? I mean that that
0: Right.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean
0: it's crazy to think that when we started there was no vaccine. Right. You know, and all that all how quickly that changed once we did have the vaccine. So it's just crazy to think that in that, in the context of that year, that that has happened.
1: And I do believe that as of yesterday, Wayne County had zero cases. Really? Time, wow! For the wow. first time That's since. Good America. news. Yeah, great. Yeah. Anyone else? Anything that stands out for you that, you know, really impacted you know your experience this year at Marion?
3: Well, I think. Um, the unknown was definitely a piece, but it was more than just, like, the unknown of COVID. It was the unknown of every given day. Like, who's going to be there and who's not going to be there? Mm-hmm. At any given day, are we going to go remote? Uh, like, are we going to have a, you know, a water main break? <laughs> <So> li-
5: <laughs> like,
3: literally, every or day. The internet.
0: It's more or will than the will the internet be down?
3: Right. Yeah. We'll be, right literally, you had to take every day as it came. Cause you did not know what tomorrow, what would tomorrow, what would tomorrow bring?
1: And, and that's yeah. a really, that's, that's a huge point you brought up in us. Cause I think that's for me too. It's like, I think it's taught me to kind of, you're only given this day, you know? And, and you can worry. And cause as most of you know, I'm a, I tend to be a worrier or whatever. Or,
4: don't feel bad so me too me too so, i think for, mm-hmm.
1: I think that's a really good lesson that that for me too has been you know what you're only given this day and why worry about tomorrow right i mean so.
3: right don't overthink you know what your lessons plans are next week don't overthink the regions exam i mean that, to me that was one of the biggest stresses Deb. i don't know if you can relate amber uh, for yeah. sure but yeah. like are we having the regions? Cause that, you know, that guides everything. And it's just, it was just a lot. Um, so that was, I guess, you know, if you want to talk about coping strategies was just try not to think too far ahead.
0: <laughs> and I think take it to, as it comes. Yeah. T- to speak to your point, it's with the kids too, right? So you, so you had to take them as they were every day, mm-hmm. because depending on sort of what's going on in their life outside of school, you know, you got a different kid you know, every day, every day. So, um, so that, that was, um, I felt interesting.
4: But one so thing what is, that, oh, oh, I feel like, oh, oh, sorry. I, I feel like what we've really learned is that kids are very resilient and kids, I think like we should applaud children because, you know, children <laughs> really did, did what they had to do for us adults because COVID is really in a, ad- i mean obviously kids can get very ill but we know that it affects adults a lot more but kids needed to help us to make sure we didn't spread it and kids um so we've put a lot on children this year to be supporting our physical health and i think right. you know we should applaud yep. kids for being so resilient uh, but even if there's quirks along the way um based on whatever factors are in their lives we you know they adapted very well i think yeah. Personally, and I'm grateful that they did because we don't know where we'd be if they didn't. Exactly. And
5: and jumping off of that, um, I think that this year definitely showed the true versatility that you need to have when you work within uh, an education building. Um, not only the students but also the teachers because for some of these kids like we were literally the only social interaction that they would get Mm -hmm. at any point during the day we weren't only we're always this but this year especially we weren't just teachers we were coaches we were family we were parents we were counselors you know we were just we were the most consistent thing every day that everyone had in their lives like you guys are the most consistent thing that i had and it, i know it's the same for the kids you know i knew i was going to see them i was hoping i was going to see them every day and i knew i'd be able to come in and, and see you guys every day except for that time i had covid um but <laughs> <From> that <laughs> time yeah that was that was fine um it's something minor you know
0: how are you feeling as a result of that by the way
5: um so my cough is finally starting to subside um i had it. In December. I got it the day after. I was diagnosed the day after Christmas and I was quarantined for uh, 17 days because my symptoms just kept getting worse and worse. I developed a heart condition from it. And so that's oh, wow. continued to be monitored, but I'm finally starting to physically feel 100%. Um, and it's the end of May. So We're on the up and up and I can finally start, you know, working out and doing physical things again. I can walk upstairs without being winded, finally. That happened probably at the end of April. Um, (laughs) So the respiratory stuff is no joke for, especially people with underlying conditions, which I have. Um, But like I said, coming to school, I was like so, I was so excited to come back and it made me feel like probably what the kids felt like in September, just like, yeah, I'm ready to be back around people because It is really boring being in the house.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So go, go. what has... Go, 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 go. Um, so what right. has keep you going at our school this year? Like, we what have are... to, We have to hear from Shane. Oh, okay. <laughs> she keeps us uh, in the case, that Miss Fantuzzi.
7: So the year in reflection for, for me uh, as a first year principal has been I'm just really grateful to have such a great team. And I know I, I kind of use that sailing metaphor, such a great crew, uh, but I, I, I mean that it's not just rhetoric because uh, if if it weren't for all of you and all of your colleagues, we really would have been lost this year because I really, in a large part, I don't know a lot of the systems and things. I, I know people and I know how to work alongside all of you, but uh, I've been so grateful for all of your expertise and as you talked a lot about your flexibility and taking each day for what it is and truly being ready to pivot and turn 180 degrees the next day and sometimes even within one day. Remember that one day we taught all morning and then sent kids home for the afternoon. I mean there were times that it wasn't even day-to-day. It was less than that and I think that's one of the silver linings in my opinion is that we've learned to be far more flexible far more responsive when in the past we've gotten in the habit and education of needing to know things way in advance and being really upset if we didn't know things way in advance and i think we've all grown in that area a lot this year so um i'm just really grateful for for all of my colleagues and uh grateful of the fact that hopefully we're approaching a more normal year more normal it won't ever be normal, but more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that leads us perfectly into the, you know, the, the next question. What are some of the ways that the rest of you have pivoted, would you say? What sticks in mind the most for you as an educator or a parent or whatever the case may be? Um, what what are some of the ways that you've pivoted most?
3: I think for me, it's, I I realized, you know, with social studies in particular, like we're always feel like we're chasing Every day matters. Every day counts. Content grows. You always have to practice the skills. And for me, I realized that I can teach leaner. Because I, like, everything that I would do in a normal year, I had to really thin out, you know, like really decide what's nice to do, but what do we need to do? What's nice to know, but what do we need to know? And... I feel like the kids still learned the big stuff. So I'm gonna be really thinking hard next year, assuming that we're back full time, which I hope we are. We will. Um, I hope to keep some of that. Um, I hope to really be able to keep some of the leanness so that I can make time for other stuff that I think is more valuable. Or, you know, I had a student ask me yesterday, about if I would be teaching a certain topic in the course, um, and I said no, we don't really do that for a couple different reasons. But I'm like, wow, like I could, I might be able to fit some something like that topic in next year um, if I keep this lean approach. Yeah. So that was one way I pivoted for sure.
1: That's a that's a Thanks. really good one. Anyone else?
2: I experimented with um, different methods of teaching, I guess. So like trying a flipped classroom model um, with one of my courses and um, just trying to like, I guess, see the benefits of different approaches or um, if it's, good for the students and me or what like those types of things that happen. And it was interesting with like the flip classroom to see like what students it was beneficial for and how some other students it wasn't beneficial for. And is there a way that I could keep elements of that in the future? Because I feel like um, really kind of with the personalized learning journey um, that we've been going through, I was able to kind of with the very small class sizes that we had this year um, do some more things with like targeting instruction and great. and really getting to know students like yes. really well yes. um, and so like that part I feel has been really beneficial yes. um, and I'm, uh, I'm kind of sad that the classes probably won't be that small again in the future, just realistically not being an option to happen, but um, what did I learn from that that I could still apply even if I have more students Um, at one time? I just really feel like the amount of individualized attention that the students got this year really made a difference academically, Um, and uh, the... The other realization I guess that I made was um, normally in in our math classrooms we do weekly reviews and um, to help kind of spiral the learning so that they're continuing to practice skills all year round and we got away from those this year just because of not knowing how things were going to go day to day. And um, I really realized like how much that helps with the retention level. I feel like seeing kids only every other day this year, um, the retention part was the part that was the hardest to maintain. So like they really, I feel like in the moment, we're really honing in on the skills and actually having a better understanding. But then over the long road it was really hard to maintain those skills throughout so just mm. trying to kind of reflect on all of that and how i can make that transition back when we go hopefully again like everyone's saying to a normal schedule or a full day
1: yeah. good. very you. You many good points there yeah anyone else awesome
6: um just to piggyback what they both said i i noticed those same things um in my classroom but my greatest joy has always been um having the kids in middle school and them coming back to me in high school and whatever grade it is um so that's probably been one of my greatest joys this year is I jumped I jumped a step in the silver linings um that's I got more I have more, I have more though um, so I <laughs> I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed the smaller class sizes. I think, especially for English, it gets kids more into the discussion because there's nowhere to hide. Um, And it's also brought me closer to that older set of kids because um, just the growth in them is just what always amazes me from middle school, how they're very shy, quiet like don't know how to really act. And then in 10th grade, the maturity, you know, 10th grade or 11th grade, there's just the maturity level of them all. And you can have really those deep discussions with them. It's just
1: true joy. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Thank you. Anyone else feel free to jump in silver linings because we do recognize that, you know, the bell is going to ring soon and that's our signal. But so what are some other silver linings before we uh, race out of here?
0: Okay, well let's then talk about summer. Summertime. Dog days, here we come. What are you looking forward to?
3: Well, Deb, you just said dog days, and I apologize that a few minutes ago my phone went off, but it's because my dog right now is on a truck from Texas Yay! and is gonna be here tomorrow. So You're gonna get a puppy? Oh, cool. What well, kind? I have a twelve month old or twelve week uh german shepherd mix rescue puppy on her way from texas that we'll be getting tomorrow my kids don't know
1: oh that's even better (laughs)
3: and so you know hopefully they'll be really excited tomorrow and that's my summer we'll be training this new little pup
0: that's awesome that's awesome how How about about you you? miss
2: sheflin yeah Um, I'm looking forward to just spending time with family and kind of hopefully not feeling the pressure of um, spreading COVID and, you know, just being (laughs) able to like see family and give hugs and all all of that type of thing. So I'm really looking forward to that this summer. Nice. Miss Reyes.
5: I'm looking forward to being able to sleep in uh, my summer (laughs) jobs do not start at at seven so i I have a couple different odd jobs that i that i do during the summer um working over at embark and then i i work at cmac during concerts so i'll get to hear a bunch of free well i'll get paid to hear a bunch of music that people are paying to go see so that's, that's kind of fun.
0: That's awesome. We're
5: really doing some stuff with the school. I help a friend with her Airbnb. I mow my lawn, my grandparents' lawn. Do a lot of uh, stuff in my garden and canning and making stuff. So just a lot, of, a, a lot of nice things talking to talking to grownups and and kids and families. And <laughs> it's a little different than the structure of the school day. But mm-hmm. like I said, most importantly, it starts later than seven a.m.
0: Yes. Mr. Dean.
7: Ah, summer. Um, I'm excited for kind of the relaxed mode of school. I'll be I'll be working all summer with a few family vacations sprinkled in. We're fortunate to do some traveling, so I'm looking forward to that a lot. Spending more time with my kids and my wife, and um, just just pulling back the reins a little bit and not staying up so late at night. You all see my late night emails. I'm sorry for those, but. Hopefully, you won't be getting those in the summertime. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Nice. Miss Muster? Um, I'm looking forward to
4: going camping a couple times with my kids, lots of hiking, um, painting the exterior of my house. You know, just basic painting a spring. <laughs> you know, <laughs> basic spending time with kids, working on the house. That's going to be my summer, but I'm really excited to just be more relaxed not get up at 5 a.m. and maybe get up at 6 instead so that's, <laughs> that's, what, I, that's what I'm looking forward to Awesome. Um, yeah and just spending time with my family I love spending time with my family so I'm really excited about that
0: nice
6: miss fantuzzi um I have a lot of baseball this summer <laughs> <laughs> so uh-huh. that, that takes up most of june and july and then i always go to cape cod in august so
1: but you're also looking for, for, but you're also forward looking forward to, to working with me in the summer
6: um okay. to be determined um i am also doing summer school with mr Herlin, so that will be <laughs> fun and mr Woo. dean will
0: be making his appearance there as well <laughs> well
1: what about our bell's you, gonna Nova?
0: ring mr Herlin?
1: What about, what about you real fast can you do it in five seconds
0: Oh me? Yeah. I I can't wait to uh take walks every day with uh uh Audubon. Um and so we'll be hiking a lot. Uh, we will be um we will be uh I'll be in my pool. I'll be going down to the lake. Um, I'm gonna go see my sons. Um I'm going to be doing graduate work, you know. So, um, so I'm looking forward to a full summer of reading and writing and just enjoying life as as all of you are. Awesome. How about you?
1: Family, friends, school, home, you know, travel. That's it. So, yep.
0: All right. Well, everyone, you are you are. Awesome. Our school, our students, we are all lucky well, to have it. each and every one of you. We are so grateful for you um and the light that you bring to our lives and to our students' lives. And so I hope that you all have a wonderful summer okay. and we we got to dust off We're the dust chalk off the so chart. thanks for dusting off the chalk with us.
1: There's our bell.
0: There's our right. bell.
1: Have a great summer. All
0: right. Bye. Bye.
5: Oh, thank you.